this is Gilbert Godfrey, and I'm here with Frank Santo Padre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing, colossal obsessions. On our last obsessions, we were talking to Donnie Dunnigan from Son of Frankenstein with Boris Karloff and Bela Gosi and the voice of Bambi. Well, he had so much to talk about. This is part two. Did you interact much with Lionel Atwill, Donnie? Yes, yes. Um, let me share something interesting about that with you. I think, I think the, the the production was slowed down. Oh, I asked about this 15 years ago in Los Angeles, and some of the old pros agree with me. Um, I think the production of Son of Frankenstein was slowed down by weeks because of this. They, um, the rumor was at the time that that. Uh, uh, the studio tried to leverage him uh, into a, a low-dollar contract, and Boris Karloff and and Basil Rathbone um, fought against it, and and in support of him. Wow! And they yes, and finally they, that that calmed down, and he was paid fairly. <clears throat> and I think the production was slowed down because they kept adding his scene, uh, adding him to other scenes. He was so good, he was so naturally good yeah. at what they wanted. They kept uh, modif- what would you what would you call it, gentlemen? Modifying the script. Yeah, sure. Yeah, updating yeah. it or modifying it or editing it. Yeah, giving him a bigger role. Yeah, he was marvelous in that. Marvelous in that. And I remember vividly this. Huh? He was one of the very first men I ever saw deliberately get up from the table when ladies came around. Okay, on the studio. And when my mom came around, he would stand up and move the chair. And, uh, and that really made an impression on me then and now. I do that now for everybody. But that, that was one of the, him, um, I'm using that English now, him and uh, Basil Rathbone would do that. Wow. But he, he did that like a very natural cultural thing and uh, uh, made a heck of an impression on me. Now, when you were working around these people, Lugosi, Karloff, uh, Rathbone, Rathbone Atwell, did you have any idea about what big people these were? I didn't have a clue. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I'll tell you, sir, I didn't have a clue. All I know is that my mom and dad are no longer poor, and uh, my mother had some dresses she never had before. Now, this sounds very basic to the folks today. <laughs> this is in my head, big time. My mom and my mom had some dresses she never had before. She was a, a blonde, blue-eyed lady <clears throat> that I lost too young in life. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're, we are living civilized now. Uh, we have an apartment for uh, our own now. Um, my, then my dad finally had a driver's license, so he wasn't worried about the police everywhere. And uh, the life is, may I use a corny phrase? Sure. Life is good. And that's all I knew. And my mom fell in love with the Salvation Army efforts. And, and uh, Basil Rathbone and Boris Karloff both, uh, in the movie uh, Tower of London, yeah, uh, uh, took some breaks from time to time and helped my mom uh, do some special things with with the Salvation Army. How about that, uh, jeez. And I've been on the board of Salvation Armies of many many times ever since. Uh, those things made a heck of an impression on me. That's great. Well, okay, now Donnie, now tell us about meeting uh, Uncle Walt and becoming uh, eventually becoming the voice of Bambi. Ah! Okay. <laughs> how, the, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> That's really funny. That's really funny. Uh, we, uh, we have a little house now 
in a place called West Westwood, I think Westwood, California. Sure, by still, UCLA. yeah, still, still there, right? By UCLA, I think. Yep, somewhere. Westwood. And uh, I haven't been out there since, but I think that's what it was. Anyway, um, and now we're doing pretty good. I had, I've been in seven, six or seven films in the in the minor little kid parts, you know. And <clears> now, <laughs> I I've told this to the Disney executives, and they found out I was still alive about fifteen years ago, and nobody got mad at me. So I guess I can be open about this. Right? I had never seen anything from Disney. I didn't know Disney from from peanut butter. Okay, and I don't <laughs> think my mother. I don't think my mom did either. Because <laughs> you didn't go to the movies as a family, right? We established that. Yeah. No, I lost. Gentlemen, let me share something with you. Seven movies between age four and a half, and and um, the start of the Disney work, which is about age just turned six, I think five and a half or six. Uh, I lost my childhood. I never went to. I didn't know what a circus was. Uh, work, 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 rehearsal, rehearsal, appearances, appearances, work, work, work. And I, and I kind of thought that was normal for children. I did not go to school until age seven. And uh, Mr. Disney was, was uh, um, um, responsible for, for that. The tutor, 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 work, work, work. Now, we're in the, I'm in the kitchen, and I remember this well. In the kitchen in Westwood, California, in our first little house, uh, my mom was doing something proper, and, and uh, the phone rang on the wall. I had a phone on the wall. And uh, not like all the stuff we have today. And uh, she took the call, and I remember hearing the word Disney. I knew that had something to do with the movies. I'm probably eating ice cream or some dumb thing there. And uh, she got this offer to uh, from Mr. Disney personally to go to the studio uh, in the next couple of days uh, to see about doing some work for Disney. Okay? She immediately called our agent. Our agent, uh, uh, I didn't like him much in the very beginning. He was always very cross, very quick with my mother. Um, I boxed later in my life. I, I kind of wish then I had boxed out of punching. Very rude to my mother most of the time. Um, probably natural. I, I might be not willful, but his, uh, his conduct style was this boom, 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 rude. Called this agent guy. Uh, I remember his name. I'm not going to share it. be bad taste. His family may still be around. And he came right away. I, I'm very impressed with this. Sit down in the living room with my mom. My mom gave him a briefing on what Mr. Disney had said. He went bananas. Oh, no, you can't do that. His fault, his career. I'm working on a Western thing, blah, blah, blah. Where are you? And my mom said, no, I, we want to do that. Then he asked, like he's giving my mother orders what to do. Uh -huh. I'm sitting there. I fired his butt. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it made the, the, there was a newspaper in those days called Variety or something. Yep, still, yeah. still around. Is that so? Oh my gosh! Sure. Really? Oh yeah. Oh. You fired. You fired the agent at the age of six and a half. Uh, no, I think I was just. No, I think I was just barely six. Barely six. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I understood what fired was. I'd heard that word around. I know what that was. And uh, mind you, guys, without overdoing this with you, I was reading newspapers at five, and uh, I probably was six, um, barely six, going on sixteen, and uh, I, hope, I hope decently. But I fired him, and he went bananas. Oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. I remember my mother, who probably wanted him gone anyway, turning and said, yes, he can. He's, I remember her saying this. He's paying your whatever it was. So he got up in a huff, took his papers off his lap. We never saw him again. <clears throat> never saw him again. When we got to the studio a few days later, Mr. Disney came out in the parking lot and greeted us. And and I didn't know him from peanut butter. Okay? <laughs> And he didn't look like some 
like some of the other studio executives. He looked like he was one of the working guys, and um, everybody treated him with real natural respect. He came out to greet us in the parking lot, and that afternoon, when he discovered from somebody, not from me, that I had dismissed this agent, he must have known this agent. He was thrilled about it. (laughs) 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 And uh, he took us around, introduced us around. I had the impression, I might you have, I got a little bit of a mature just turned six, maybe five and a half or six, whatever it was. And I can remember, remember vividly that um, my impression was that, uh, that nobody in that wonderful studio that we had just, I think it was still under construction. Some of it was, or wow. very new buildings. Then in, in Burbank, California, sure. um, I don't think some of the adults there had seen a child since birth. Okay. I had to be the first child of Port, and that's that lot. And so Disney took us and introduced us to some people. And you um, started as a facial model for Bambi first, before you, before, yeah. yeah. Like, like you had a look disgusted, I heard. Oh, like yeah. Like Bambi was disgusted that I think his mother kissed him or something, and he's embarrassed or whatever. Well, how did you, you guys have, you guys must have worked for the KGB. How did you find that? No, we just, we just know a lot, Don. I'm going to get that FBI agent back here. You guys are KGB agents or something. <laughs> so, you know, it's true. They uh, the have me sitting on a stool in, in a semi-circle of art fellows, uh, artists, wonderful people. Were, and let me give you an aside here. Years later, I heard somebody in, in the business uh, making a couple of snide remarks about Mr. Disney must have been a, a one of these real tough old uh, mean executive guys. I went down that guy's lunch. Okay, Mr. Disney was a leader. I mean, you could tell it easy. Uh, he was super respected. And look at the people he kept on his payroll during the Depression for many many years afterwards. Okay, and when when that those work that work in the studios was kind of like musical chairs. Anyway. Mr. Disney had all these people sitting in a semicircle around me. I'm on a stool, and they would tell me to, this is before the voice deal. They said, Donnie, look left, look right, look right, look afraid, look up, look down. And uh, my eyes were a bit larger than a lot of children in those days, maybe now. And I'd look up, look afraid. they say, hold it. So I'd hold it. And I, I thought these guys had a million pencils. They're all drawing, 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 drawing. Then they would get, tell me to relax. Somebody would give me a soda pop or something, and they would do it again. One day, and now you're right on your excellent question from your KGB background. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one day, uh, the guy said, for the very first time, I'm having the time of my life. My family, my mom and dad took my earnings and brought all the family out of uh, Memphis, Tennessee, and Texas. They're all in California now, okay? So we're doing good with all this money. Anyway, some guy said, one of these artists said, Connie, look like something terrible has happened to you. I don't remember looking angry about anything. I'm having a great time, right? So I, I put on some kind of face like you're supposed to be bad. That didn't work. That didn't work. No, no. You look like you're really mad about something. I tried that. That didn't work. Finally, some guy with a powerful intellect said, Johnny, has somebody given you some medicine or a spanking or something that's really bad lady? Medicine. Medicine. Ooh. My mom had given me something called castor oil a few days before. Sure. We we're traveling a lot or something, you know. And I, it was awful stuff. See? <laughs> and I was like, 
My mom had given me castor oil. It was terrible stuff. Then another guy said, Donnie, you just had two of those doses for lunch. What do you think? <laughs> I went, oh! I put on this terrible face. Another guy said, hold it. <laughs> so I held this terrible face. They drew that. And um, if you look at the early scenes of that wonderful uh, Disney film, Bambi, where uh, Disney, uh, Bambi had done something silly, feeling sorry for himself, and he's in the thicket. Yeah. And he's all spread out, and he's looking sorry for himself, right? And the Feline, the little girl deer, sticks her head through and gives him a little deer kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. And he makes that terrible face. Mm. We call, when I, when I uh, share this with orphan children, and orphanages will love to do today, or any of the children, I say, all right. You see that film and I shot again. That's a castor oil kiss scene. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's funny when when I was recording Aladdin, they actually had cameras on us as we were doing our lines to catch all our faces on camera. Yep, yep. Well, they still do it that way. So, 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 Donnie, you 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 eventually you uh, Uncle Walt persuaded you to become the voice as well. Yes. Of the character. And yeah. and the rest is history, but this is the fascinating thing. Your film career ended at the age of six and a half. Yeah. Pearl Harbor had something to do with that. Uh, Mr. Disney, um, I shared this with Disney executives, which are much younger than me, of course, and I think even back in the archives looked us up. I think Mr. Disney, the, the rumor at the time was he wanted to release it uh, uh, early, before, right before Christmas of uh, 41. Right? Yeah. What happened in 41? Bang, bang, Pearl Harbor. Sure. Right? He put it off very prudently, and everybody, the country was, no movie has ever been made realistically of what the country was like then. I was very aware of what the country was like. We were zombies. We locked up. Okay? I mean, people that were cheerful walked around like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Mr. Disney put the film off until the, the spring of 42, right? And, um, uh, but I remember it was going to be released around Christmas of 41, right? Um, and when we finally um, uh, had the release of it, um, I was there. I think it was up in one of the valleys north of Los Angeles, or San Fernando Valley or somewhere up there. Okay. Uh, and they had all these searchlights in the sky. I'd never seen that before. Okay? Uh, reaching up into the sky like a, a, a anti-aircraft searchlight or something. <clears throat> and... I re- th- this is really interesting, gentlemen. Um, at that premiere, uh, lots of special guests and lots of children were invited, um, maybe from some orphanage or something nearby, I don't know, lots of children and with adult escorts. I can remember vividly mothers putting their hands over the eyes of children when my mother was shot on camera. Wow. Oh. And again, um, 16 minutes later, when Bambi was shot on camera. Now, pick up on this. I remember vividly being at the studio um, before Pearl Harbor and when the, the, uh, the closed um, uh, uh, kind of private showing to the artist and Mr. Disney of what was going to be the final uh, film. The original artwork was like the, like the uh, book. Uh, they had Bambi's mother shot on camera. Muller hole, blood, bang down. Okay? <clears throat> that was in the original. And same with, with uh, Bambi. Muller hole, bang down. Mr. Disney, I was in that room when this happened. Mr. Disney coached the artist and the, the film editors, I guess they're called, to take that out. 
Take that out. Wow. I don't want that. World War II is going on. The children in Europe, are, everybody's being killed all over the world. I don't, we don't need to show that kind of violence. And he did, I don't remember the word violence being used, but I remember him very graciously, but strongly, telling him to cut that out. So had he not done that, okay, what we see at Bambi today would have had bang bullet holes showing on camera. Now, if you're a member of any of it, can you do a line from Bambi as Bambi right now? Oh, oh my God. <clears throat> Let me get out of my, my Marine Corps voice here with you. Yes. Me, uh, hold on a second. Let's see. Uh, oh, 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 toward the end of the, end of the uh, film, right before the forest fire. <clears throat> mother, mother, what? What's a meadow? We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Oh, excellent. Incredible. Excellent. Incredible that you still remember the dialogue, Donnie. Oh, you bet. Yeah. Now 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 your career ended your 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 acting career ended at six and a half. We don't have to go into the details, but what what's fascinating is you wound up in the Marines at the age of eighteen. Huh. And you, have, you you became the youngest drill instructor. What? Uh, Marine Corps history. Yeah, in, in Marine Corps history. And yeah. you kept this secret for years. You, yeah, you didn't want to be drill instructor Bambi. <laughs> you know, now guys, you know, I, I get asked this. That, that question is put better than most most of the time I hear. I'm using bad English. Um, it... I did not think about it a lot. It wasn't that I was excluding it uh, willfully with uh, cognition. I did not think about those things. Well, I had finished high school very early. Uh, I had a great job. Uh, I thought about being a, 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 a Golden Gloves boxer. I thought about doing boxing. I wanted to go to college to be a doctor in the worst way. I have no money. I'm surviving. I'm in a boarding house at age 16, 17, supporting myself. Okay? <clears throat> and I get a draft notice at 18. <clears throat> 18 and a half, um, to go down to the Korean War, stupid Korean War is going on, to go to the, down to the draft board <clears throat> on a Saturday morning. I'll never forget vividly. I thought I'd being in, um, um, drafted that day. I took my little bag with some clothes in it, went down the draft board. It turned out to be just for physical, but I didn't know any better. Okay? I'm standing in line in, the, in this huge room with 40 or 50 guys, different lines, it was just a towel around us, mostly, in line uh, to get up to a table where these fellows in white coats were asking us, can you, can you fog a mirror? Okay, you're in, you know, <laughs> during the draft. <clears throat> out of the corner in the big room came a, a tree, six-foot-three tree in dress blue uniform. Now, I didn't know anything about the services. I, this makes me a hypocrite. I never went to movies. It cost money. I'm surviving. This guy was six foot three, easy, in Marine Corps dress blue uniform, a gunnery sergeant, World War II type. Okay, and this is like, this is a, a late December nineteen fifty two, and here he comes walking along the side of the wall, and you can tell if somebody's trying to avoid observation, right? He's hugging the wall, walking alongside the wall over there, comes up from behind me, in the line, leans over my shoulder, and he's much. I'm six foot. He's much taller than me. Looks down on me and he says, and he mispronounced my name. He says, uh, "Are you Dudigan?" Yeah. At least I had the presence to say, "I look at this guy." My gosh, you know, yes, sir. You know, he says, "Don't you box and play ball somewhere?" 
I said, I'm boxing. Son, the Marine Corps has got boxing teams and football teams, and you get paid. Now, paid. Now, think about this for a minute. <laughs> I'm doing all this stuff for free. I'm not getting paid for boxing. Sure, right, of course. Paid, paid. Marine Corps, I, I bet they, I've got barracks and stuff. Oh, my gosh, get paid. Ten minutes later, I'm upstairs with this guy. He snuck me out of there. Got my clothes off some hook somewhere. Ten minutes later, I'm in front of some captain. I didn't know ranks from peanut butter. And my hand in the air, I'm swearing in the Marine Corps. There you go. And, and, and before we forget, uh, you worked with Shemp of the Three Stooges. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember that at all? Say again, no. He work wor- with you worked with in a movie called Meet the Chump. He's going backward. He's jumping. Oh, yeah. yeah. You yeah. work with one of the Three Stooges, Shemp. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get asked that question once in a while, sir. The, the honesty is I don't, I don't remember him. There you go. Oh, he didn't make geez. an impression on you. But I do want to point out, Donnie, this is important. You you were highly decorated. You won, what, a bronze star, three purple hearts in your time in the military? Yeah, and, and some other things. I, I don't like to talk about the valor stuff because it's all for killing. Well, okay? well, well, I don't. Please forgive me. Sure. I don't like well, can you, can you tell us how many times you were shot? Um, two and a half times. Wow. Jeez. Wow. The, the, half, the other half time, I, I I tried to decline that one because it, it was just a grazing wound. And young Corman and uh, fixed it in about 10 minutes. I tried to decline it. And later I went ahead and took it because I, I got hit with frags from a hand grenade. So I figured, well, that's legitimate. I'll take it. And the whole <laughs> time you were in the military, you never told anybody, you never told any of your fellow uh, your fellow officers that, that, you were, that you had this career, that, yeah. uh, that you were the voice of Bambi. Only at the very end, two weeks before, two of uh, General and I decided to retire. Now, very good friend of mine. I'll get to you in a second. But let me go back real quick to your other question just for a second. I did not, not talk about those movies. So I didn't think about it a lot. I want another career. Now I'm in the Marine Corps. They sent me from boot camp graduation, 30 minutes after graduation, to Valhalla, to Marine Corps uh, the School for Drill Instructors. No PFC had ever been sent to drill instructor school. The staff there almost had a cardiac arrest. Okay? <laughs> and uh, uh, a general and a captain said, well, he's an experiment. <laughs> that, that name stuck with me for a while. I got teased by mercy by being an experiment. PFC drill instructor. <laughs> got promoted real fast, probably faster than I deserved. Had a wonderful career in the Marine Corps. I never talked about it, gentlemen, because I did not think about it often until... And I did not. You're and, right. And can later, you tell us? When I'm, when I'm a commander and a drill instructor as a sergeant, later as a commander at boot camp, and one of the company commanders and battalions, uh, the, I, when Bambi would come up, they're going to really release Bambi. I said, oh, my gosh, I'm so proud of that. I'm so proud of that. But people had, the guys had not seen Bambi, had not been released. I asked a couple of them, what do you remember about Bambi? Well, they heard, oh, that's some crazy movie that Disney had from some crazy deer. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want these drill instructors or these captains or lieutenants working for me. I'm a commander now, right? Dear Mom, guess what? I'm at boot camp, right? My commanding officer at boot camp is, is Major Bambi. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, also, uh, before we brought up, you worked with uh, Margaret Hamilton, the Wicked Witch. Oh, yes. Do, do you remember anything about her? Delightful lady. That's nice. The light um, uh, I took us to lunch at least once that I remember. Um, very courteous lady. Um, 
kind of set an example for how other people were. Um, oh, oh, and I, I think she's, I, I think she gave me a, a student book. Remind me, I'm not going to school. I think she gave, several people did. I think she gave me a book. Uh, golly, what was it? Um, a, a pictorial book on uh, animals. Jeez. Well, she was very good with children. So, Margaret Hamilton. So, the Wicked Witch of the West was really a nice woman. Yes, she was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Donnie, what, what's your life like today? And 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 uh, and you got a birthday coming up, don't you? Ah, a couple of weeks, eighty-five. Eighty-five. Jeez. You sound about forty-five, my friend. Well, one of those jerks uh, that's trying to stay sixty-five forever. Push-ups, pull-ups, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so, you worked, you did two movies with both Boris Karloff and Basil Rathbone. And you worked with Disney. Amazing. Yes. And Shemp and the Wicked Witch. (laughs) You covered it. (laughs) You you covered it. How often do you do interviews like this, Donnie? How how often do people come calling to ask you about the past? This is my first radio interview, uh, television on the phone, in over a year. Okay. Uh, Fifteen years ago, when Disney found out I was still alive, uh, there was a bunch of them in sequence. Um, I get about two invitations a year to go do a radio talk show or, or a local ABC, NBC, mostly ABC, um, a little local uh, talk show, um, and uh, with the re- with the revenue going to charity, which I love to death. Um, this is my first one on the on the phone in at least a year. Um, well, we have a couple. Of- go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say. Go ahead. Finish up. And uh, but um, I get asked now that it's all over, all over the place. Okay, I get asked to go do uh, things for little schools, which I love to do. Um, to children uh, in hospital wings, I love to do that. Uh, orphanages, um, Salvation Army, uh, uh, raising money for homeless. Uh, and gentlemen, let me share this with you. <clears throat> About three years ago, I told Disney we were there visiting as their guests. They have us out there. Every other year, wonderful people, okay, at Burbank. I told some wonderful executives at Disney when they asked me about this that I did not talk about it all those years because I didn't think about it a lot. Okay, I never seldom thought about those movies. I don't have an ego for that kind of business until recent years when I realized that I can get more done for homeless. I can get more done for an orphanage. I can get more done with a, a big uh, crowd that's invited me to do something with them, okay? For, with Bambi. How about that? Okay. To, you, to, use, to use your celebrity for good. Yeah, I can get more done. So, when they so you came. All the medals. You came from this, like, poverty-stricken upbringing, and, and what you devoted your life to is helping other people less fortunate. I hope so. Donna, you're a hero. And Bambi has done it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't mean to embarrass you, but you're a, you're a hero in more ways than one a pop a pop culture hero and a and a hero to people in need. So bless your heart. Now, could, can you say the Bambi line one more time? <laughs> you make Gilbert happy. Oh, okay. Uh, well, okay. How about this one now? Flower, flower. Now here comes supper. <laughs> That's flower. <laughs> thank you donnie donnie happy birthday this was wonderful we appreciate you taking the time to do this our our listeners are going to love hearing from you thank you guys 
Do something good for somebody. Because, like, our listeners love the old monster movies, and they love the old uh, Disney films. Let me share with your clothes. Sure, go ahead. And then tell, tell, tell us how fans can get in touch with you or reach out or help your charities or anything like that. Just a uh, Brigadoon. I, I lost this uh, ranch to the Enron business years ago. Brigadoon Ranch, one word. Brigadoon Ranch uh, at uh, at uh, Yahoo Com. But let me share something with a real brief closer. Once in a while, <laughs> if they've asked me, come and help us raise some money for this, and and they use the Bambi, and Disney loves this. You, they use the Bambi as the entree, and here we are, and it's big, a whole lot of people, and we have a lot of fun, um, and. If the contributions are not going like the phone bank says they wanted to go, they give me the mic, and I've, uh, I've changed character. <laughs> no, this is the son of Frankenstein. Get your checkbooks out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you are using your celebrity and your history for, to, to, to change the world for the better. I hope a little bit. I hope a little bit. Donnie, we have great respect for you. We're so glad that you, we finally got a hold of you after all this time. Thank so your parents taught you well, Donnie. And thanks for your service, too. Thank you. Thank this, you, gentlemen. This Thank have, you This so has been much. a treat. Okay, so people can get uh, get a hold of you at Brigadoon Ranch at Yahoo.com. Yes, sir. And, yes. Uh, and, and we maybe- hope we see you out there on the uh, on the circuit. Thank you for thank the thank you. you for the time. Thanks for all you've done for people. A lot of fun and for too. the country. Thank you, thank you, gentlemen. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Little April shower.